The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. And Daryl McIntyre, guest hosting for Jalen Nye today. I want to check in quickly with Tom Vernon, Global's Provincial Affairs Specialist. I know you are super busy, so I'm going to let you get right at it. What are you doing right now, and uh, what are you what are you gathering right now for us? Yeah, so it's obviously a busy day for us down in budget lockup. Miss seeing you down here. I'm glad I get to chat with you today still. Uh, yeah, we're looking Likewise. at all the numbers, breaking it down. Um, deficit, I'm not sure how much you've talked about it, but $18 billion this year. So obviously still a very big hole for the provincial government to dig out of. Uh, the finance minister says, look, there's, there's only two ways we're going to get out of this, getting through the pandemic, so making sure everybody, you know, we get vaccinated, get everybody back to work, as well as growing the economy so there are jobs for people to get back to. There's more than 200,000 unemployed Albertans right now. The unemployment rate is what, north of 11%. So yeah, they're, they're working on getting Albertans back to work and, and kickstarting Alberta's economy. Uh, do, uh, uh, I think you probably have it. Do they have the projections what they're thinking for, for an oil price uh, for this coming yeah. year or where is that? Yeah, so I mean, we've, like, Albertans, if you've been watching the price of oil, there's been some good news on that front over the last few weeks. It's closed above $63 a barrel today. And the government says, look, we're not banking on that to go the whole year. There's too much um, uncertainty in the market. Uh, so what they're banking at or uh, forecasting it to be for the following 12 months is uh, $46 per barrel this year and then up to just over $50 next year and then $56 uh, two years from now. So we are seeing uh, uh, production recover in Alberta. It's actually back to pre-pandemic levels. They actually, you know, expand, you know, they're expecting it to, to even grow a little bit more, but they're not expecting the price to remain at this $63 level that we're seeing right now. Uh, there was a promise that there wouldn't be any drastic spending cuts, but are we seeing, uh, are you able to, have you been able to get through the documents and see if there have been any that we need to, to pay attention to, or is that still a process that we're continuing on right now? So an interesting factor in this is when we asked about public sector compensation, we're obviously a lot of negotiations going on with um, with public sector unions right now. The government said, well, what we're doing, our basing our projections on is what we'd like to see the contracts, and they'd like to see a, a pay cut. Right. They'd like to see, a, I think, a 3-4% wage cut for public sector workers this year. So they are banking on that. Um, obviously, that has to go through negotiations and that, but that would obviously be a big hit uh, to public sector workers, but as well as a, a, a big uh, a cut in the budget when it comes to uh, public sector spending. Um, healthcare is actually seeing an increase in spending. A, a few departments are. Uh, post-secondary education, it's, it's going down again this year. Um, so uh, universities and colleges are going to have to do some more own source revenue. So there are some areas that are seeing reductions in public sector workers. They're, you know, they're, they're following through or they hope to follow through on plans to reduce their salaries. Uh, now, I know you're busy, so you tell me if you have to go, but I'm going to keep asking you questions until you shut me down <laughs> and say, leave me alone. Uh, have you had any reaction from the opposition yet? Have we heard from Rachel Notley? Yeah, so we just heard from She's speaking right now. It's kind of been bouncing back and forth. I was doing another interview with an economist. Uh, she's lambasting their uh, their economic diversification plan. So the economic diversification plan they're looking at, these the sector strategies that they talked about before, they're looking at attracting more tech investments, aviation, aerospace, pharmaceuticals, uh, minerals, stuff like that. But we still haven't seen the details on that front. Um, so they say, yeah, we're still working on these plans. So uh, Rachel Notley says, yeah, so uh, your economic recovery plan is, eh, more to come and lots of funding from the federal government. She's also raising concerns about the public sector uh, salaries and, and trying to cut that as well as public sector jobs. Look, the government said in 2019 they want to reduce the size of government by more than 7%, almost 8%. A lot of that work has been done already, but there are still some job cuts to, to come. They say mostly through attrition, but she says, why are you cutting more jobs in a time when so many Albertans have lost their job? For 
exact words where that's like, you know, you have a sore toe on one foot and, you know, hurting your other toe on your other foot is a way to fix that. It just doesn't make any sense. So she's looking at this and going, where's this economic plan? You're cutting and you haven't actually outlined any strategies. And Edmonton's mayor was looking for infrastructure, you know, solidified infrastructure funding, also uh, housing issues and that kind of thing. Uh, do you, th- from what you've seen, did he get what he was looking for? So I haven't had a chance myself to dig too deep into that. There is an infrastructure spending surge. Um, so municipalities are getting a bit of a boost in MSI funding this year. I, I think that's at the expense of the next two years. I think it's the same amount of money over three years, but more this year. Uh, there is a $1.7 billion overall surge in infrastructure spending. Uh, funding for LRT is still there, but once again, it is at the back half. So there won't be any provincial money for LRT until I think 2023. Okay, one more because you haven't told me you, you have to be done with me yet. <laughs> sure, so you talked to an you talked to an economist. Uh, what, what, what's sort of the general reaction about the the economic uh, predictions that, that there there's a hope that we will be better by the say third quarter of this year? Yeah, it, it, so I spoke to Moshe Lander, and he and the question I asked him about is actually I'm going to diverge a little bit here is. Um, the budget shows that. So the government has been talking about getting spending in line. So the government has said all along, look, we're not talking about taxes. We're talking about getting our own house in order. We want to get spending in line with Ontario, Quebec, and British Columbia. The budget shows that that's actually going to happen in a year, year and a half, two years. We're actually getting right close to that, that level. But the deficit, once we get to that level, is still $8 billion. So the minister was asked, like, well, okay, well, if we're still at an $8 billion hole, what are we going to do about that? He kept saying, uh, you know, we're going to figure that out later. We're going to, you know, we're not, we're not focused on that right now. Moshe Lander, economist with Concordia University, says, look, it's time for a sales tax. And, and so that's the economist's take on this, where it's like the, the, the books are quite simply not sustainable. This shows it. Oil price, you know, we've, we've banked on oil revenues for this long. But what this budget is showing, even when you drive down spending, it's not enough. I do want to give one more point, Keystone XL, yep. and a lot of Albertans curious about that. We got the number. It's about $1.3 billion the cost to uh, Alberta taxpayers. That hasn't been booked yet, so that's not anywhere in the deficit just yet because the government's still hopeful that they're going to get money back. So we're still carrying this $1.3 billion maybe cost to the government. <laughs> but, yeah, that could put our deficit up and cover it up Even close higher. to $20 billion again. Push wow. it up, yeah. Well, yeah. Tom Vernon, you have work to do. I'm going to let you go do it. Thank you very Thanks. much. Provincial Affairs Specialist with Global Television. Really nice to chat with you today. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Joe. And, of course, uh, all of Tom's coverage coming up on the Global News Hour at 5 and, of course, at 6 o'clock on television tonight. And uh, we certainly appreciate him taking some time uh, to chat with us a little bit today. As we head near the top of the hour and get ready for the uh, 4 o'clock news, let me hit you with a couple of other uh, highlights because uh, there, there was a, something specific on tourism and uh, Edmonton's economy. So after the pandemic, obviously, the tourism industry got hit really bad. And so there was a, an abatement to the tourism levy until April of 2021. And there also planning to, to give you know money to marketing organizations in in calgary edmonton banff jasper canmore about eight billion dollars so the budget details a plan to see travel alberta involve into a destination marketing organization uh, which includes a whole bunch of things in order to try and once the pandemic is lifted and the travel sort of continues or perhaps we can get some cross-border provincial traffic that perhaps we can get that that tourism industry uh, regenerated a little
little bit. As Tom started, uh, one of the big things in this budget was just the fact that the deficit is still expected to be enormous, uh, an estimated $18 billion. Uh, even the, the previous predictions of around $14 billion, not nearly enough. And a big bombshell, just as we finished off our conversation with Tom, was talking about the, the amount of money that we could end up losing on Keystone XL. Obviously, the provincial government thinks it might be able to claw back, get some of that money back in compensation for uh, its cancellation by the Biden administration south of the border. But you could take that $18 billion and then you could end up having to throw at least another $1.3 billion on top of that and once again continue to see that deficit grow. Budgets come in, the projections are there, how they land and where they land, uh, that's still an issue as well as we go through the year. Uh, It's the plan. Not everything sticks to the plan, as we certainly saw last week.